following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Arizona, Phoenix, Brother Mike back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. Thanks for tuning in today. Today's Bible study, It's Always Darkest Before the Dawn. Hey, we call somebody and tell them the radio program is on. Very encouraging message today. If you're going through some hard times right now, this is it for you. Resurrection season has been celebrated. We just passed it, and uh, this Bible study is going to encourage you. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center in Phoenix. I've been a counselor for 40 years and been on the radio program for 20 years. On the website, you'll see that we have two live services every week, Thursdays and Friday nights at 7 o'clock. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Arizona time. Um, if you'll notice on the website, we also have seminars you can sign up for. Those are free. You can sign up for my monthly deliverance training class, which is the fourth Saturday of every month at noon. If you need a religious exemption for the satanic jab, send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com, and I'll send you one out immediately. If you know somebody who needs to be healed or delivered and they can't come to the Deliverance Center, no problemo. Send me an email at mike at hardcorechristianity.com. I will send you the miracle list, a step-by-step guide to freedom. It works 100% of the time. Please remember at 6 p.m. Pacific time and Arizona time, we have a Zoom deliverance service every Wednesday night. 6 p.m. 9 p.m. Eastern. Send me an email. I'll send you the uh, code and the password. No problemo. It's always darkest before the dawn. Have you ever heard that saying? Well, it's a very old one. I'm sure you've heard it, but the Lord Jesus, as you know, uh, lived the most spectacular life in history, and uh, the resurrection of Christ was the greatest miracle in the history of humanity. Humanity. It's the biggest thing that ever happened. It is the miracle of miracles, bigger than any miracle in the Old Testament, bigger than any miracle in the New Testament, bigger than any miracle in the future. It was the number one miracle. Jesus had lived a spectacular life and had the greatest ministry in history, as you know. He had everything, the greatest miracles in history, the greatest deliverances, the greatest healings, the greatest this, the greatest that, the greatest whatever you want to think about. That's how great it was. He had the Holy Holy Ghost without measure. He's the only person in history that ever had that, John chapter 3. But before Jesus was arrested and tried and crucified and butchered, and murdered, uh, things looked really bad for him. The Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, things went bad on him, really bad. Uh, He took three people to pray with him at the Garden of Gethsemane. They all fell asleep. One of his top disciples, Judas Iscariot, sold him out for 30 pieces of silver and betrayed him, stabbed him right in the back. Pilate, who knew he was innocent, during the trial, condemned him anyway. The Sanhedrin, they knew he was innocent. They tried him, convicted him anyway. The crowd during his trial with Pilate, 
kept screaming at him, curse words, and everything else. Everybody had turned on him. His disciples ran away from him the night he was arrested. They disappeared. All of his support group vanished. They ran around like sheep, having no shepherd. They disappeared. Everybody was crying and weeping. Peter, his top disciple, just denied him three times and backslid and went back to fishing. He left the faith. The Romans beat him within an inch of his life. Uh, he was publicly mocked, humiliated, and embarrassed. They put a robe on him. They smashed a crown of thorns into his head. They made him carry his own cross all the way to Calvary. He went as far as he could, collapsed from total exhaustion and loss of blood. Somebody else carried the cross the rest of the way in his place. Bodies stumbling everywhere, blood flowing all over the place. The world was laughing and mocking him. They thought they were winning. The demons thought they were winning. Satan thought he was winning. Everybody thought they had him. Everything was going bad. The people, all of them, forgot all of his teachings and went back to the living in chronic sin. They nailed him to a cross like a common criminal, like a typical thief or a murderer. They nailed his hands and his feet right into the cross. They crucified him with a bunch of common criminals, like he was a total loser. The disciples questioned what was going on. They lost their faith. They left him and abandoned him. The Pharisees were laughing and celebrating and mocking him while he was laying on the cross. He was hanging on the cross. And by the way, the pictures you see or the paintings you see of him hanging on the cross, uh, they were all false. They were all fake. He was actually stark naked. He was hanging there with his genitals hanging out, probably ripped up from the Romans whipping him. He's bleeding all over the place. He's humiliated beyond belief. He feels forsaken by everybody, even his Heavenly Father. They left him alone to die. Then after he was dead, a giant earthquake hits the area. The sky grows dark for hours. It looks like hope is completely gone. Hope is totally lost. That's what it appears to be. He dies. The Son of the Living God is dead. Everybody wanted him to live forever. It looked like sin had won. The devil was laughing his guts up, butchering Jesus. He loved every second of it. They buried him in a criminal's tomb. A bunch of soldiers were standing guard outside the tomb so nobody would steal his body. They rolled a rock in front of the tomb. This whole story is hard to believe. 
And if the Son of God went through bad periods, particularly as bad as this one, worse than anything anybody's ever experienced, what people forgot was Sunday morning was just around the corner. And the story of the resurrection of Christ and the crucifixion and his trial and his murder, that is a story of good news for you. Maybe you feel like God left you and uh, he forgot to leave a forwarding address. Maybe you sense that you've been abandoned by family and friends. Maybe you've gone through a long period of sorrow and suffering. Maybe you've had these thoughts come on you, there's no reason for me to keep going. It would probably be better off if I were dead. Maybe you are facing a period of calamity as Jesus did. Maybe the doctor gave you a report that was incredibly bad. Maybe uh, you are facing a broken relationship that has really hurt you bad. Maybe you've faced a death of a family member or a dear friend someone you cared about died. Maybe you lost a child. Maybe you lost a spouse. Maybe you lost a parent unexpectedly. Maybe you're overwhelmed in this life with with guilt and self-pity and self-hatred, chronic rejection. Maybe you're living your life with guilt guilt over your past, over sin, over failures, over bad choices. Feeling guilty, you left a job you shouldn't have left, you married someone you shouldn't have been with. Maybe you're feeling regrets, financial regrets. You should have invested somewhere when you didn't, you should have took a job and you didn't. You shouldn't have invested money in an area that went very bad. You damage yourself or your family or your children. Maybe you're having regrets and you're living in them and you've had a period of years where things haven't gone right. Maybe you're under severe financial burdens and pain. Maybe you've made mistakes that you're struggling to forgive yourself for. I want you to remember, this is resurrection season, I want you to remember how low Peter sunk. He failed much much worse than you ever did. King David, I want you to remember him this season. He failed much worse than you've ever failed. Uh, King Manasseh, the worst king in the history of Israel, he failed much more than you've ever failed. And all three of those people in the Bible were completely restored and went on to great victories before their death. And I want you to know that you have gone through these bad periods of your life. Maybe you've had, you know, a bad time like Jesus did. But I want to encourage you that Sunday morning is still coming. You may have had a bad period like Jesus did where everything went wrong, everyone 
abandoned you, everyone failed you, and no one supported you. Maybe you felt completely and totally alone. As Jesus said, Father, my God, my God, why? Why have you forsaken me? But I want to encourage you this resurrection season that things may have gone bad for you, but your, your name's going on the Peter David Manasseh list. And your amazing recovery, your shocking victory to yourself, your friends, and your family, and your church friends, they're all going to see it. Something amazing is going to happen to you out of the blue when the Holy Ghost moves on you in life. And you've had a tough few months, a tough few years, a tough decade or two. But I want you to be encouraged today that Sunday morning is on its way. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.